I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Have you ever been to a volcano? Women with a rock You're now listening to Super Bowl. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking ball. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hooper. Welcome to Super Hoopers, inconsequential discussion of the week's uh, NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, Dave Federnit. John, not here. John, <laughs> On John, his 50th vacation of the year. John famously missed two podcasts because he was on vacation. He took a vacation before that vacation that caused him to miss two podcasts. Correct. And now he's on vacation again. So in his stead, we have Javier Pesquera. From, where are you? Where are you? Well, I'm in Sweden at the moment. Like, I live in Sweden. I've been living here for a while now, but I'm from Spain originally. Just... Right. We got right, we right. got our we got our draft expert. Um, Love it. I was in Scandinavia for my um, honeymoon before uh, right. the world I changed. That. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It hasn't changed over here. You basically are. I mean, <laughs> not COVID. Like COVID is a is a thing, but it's really not. Like we live our lives like it doesn't happen. So yeah. Mm. Hmm. Must be nice. Must yeah. be nice. I mean, I would say things are fairly. Barely back to normal, except you can't see anybody. Like, except I don't see anybody. But you know, yeah. We, and and it, and and besides the fact that like thousands of people are dying every day. But you know, right. besides that, you know, it's, it's pretty normal. But you know, in this country, <laughs> people don't really see each other anyway. So like, it's not that big of a deal. Oh, that's, like, yeah, Sweden. that's true. That's Sweden. Um. All right. Yeah. So we're talk the talk talk the NBA draft. We thought it was a good mm-hmm. opportunity to talk the NBA draft. Go over go over the the prospects with you. Um, last year, I don't know if you remember, last year you came on, um, John and I, John and I were doing it last year, giving our, our social media scouting. We scouted a bunch of players, giving our takes and, um, you know, super hoopers stay undefeated. We never we did, never wrong. we did so well. We are, our, our, the guy we gave the biggest green light to John Morant came through for us, had a great rookie season. Mm-hmm. The guy we said was going to be a bust. Darius uh, Garland looks like a bust. So hopefully we could replicate that. Also, some other guys we uh, we like Jackson Hayes. I don't know if that is I don't know if that's good or bad. I, I think he's still developing. We red flagged Jarrett Culver. Mm-hmm. I think I think John John was hating on Culver. John described Jarrett Culver as having outlier god talk on his uh, on his social media. So well, just... J- John won't like a lot of the players we're covering today. So. <laughs> there's, a lot god, there's a lot of god talk on my players too. Um, <laughs> Dave, uh, Dave, sorry, you no no don't say it, dude. Yeah, we were down. 19, we were down. Fifth, our, youngest, we were down our, fifth youngest player in the league, dude. Don't we give were up. Down on R.J. Barrett. We were don't down on R.J. Barrett. Yeah, I was down on him too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and Javier, you had uh, you had Brandon Clark number two, and I think that's yeah. looking pretty. That's that's not looking terrible. So yeah. you know why? Like I've been thinking about my board for this year, and I thought like coming to the Hoopers is the best thing to do because last year combining my takes with your takes, I would have been like golden. I basically had Jad too low, too low, and you guys were spot on on that. So like I hope I can just fix whatever I have not yet done today, and like 
like off to the off to the races basically like that's that's my plan yeah Perfect. your notes your notes on brandon clark I, you probably don't remember but you you didn't like his tattoos and you right, recommend yeah. you recommended that he finish the sleeve and i was looking at photos and it looks like he's starting to finish it so oh, you know wow, he's, he's yeah he's a listener i think he's a listener so love it that's cool uh, yeah. but a, a big miss for us is we we were high on goga so Goga Pitazzi. I'm, so. I'm still I'm still high on Goga. Like I think he, he's he didn't do get well. a lot of run. Yeah, he didn't yeah. get a lot of run. And I think that my, my biggest hit was Tyler Hero, which we didn't really talk about in the podcast that much because I think I don't know if Matt took like an old board from mine or like it was it was like mixed up, but like I ended up having him third or fourth, I don't remember. And that was like the I mean the oh, guy that's looking that, good. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that's looking good for sure. So that oh, was yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, we had him. We talked. You we, you brought him up at the end, basically saying like, yep. "Hey, I, we need to talk about Tyler Hero. I think it's going to be really good." So, man, wow, just nothing but hits, nothing mm. but hits. I have to say, mm. I mean, the only only miss was we. You know, we love Zion, which well, we'll see. We'll see if he can stay healthy. But everyone everyone loves Zion, so yeah, still love uh, Zion. Yeah. yeah, still love Zion. Still love Zion. All right, so I the the list I'm kind of going off of is the Ringers mock draft, like. The mock drafts are all over the place, right? Javier's like, I don't know. No, no, no the mock draft. So I'm not, 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 yeah, um, yeah. not O'Connor's big board. Um, I think the mock, drafts, the mock drafts are like not trustworthy these days. Like I think by the end of, by just before the draft, maybe, but like right now, I mean, it's good to know which ones are more or less consensus top, consensus top ten or consensus lot of guys, I guess. Yeah. Right. But it does, it does, doesn't. It, I don't know if you have any read on this, but it seems like it's all over the place. Like. Yeah. It doesn't seem like we yeah. know. I mean, yeah. I have some input on some guys. We can talk about it while we make our way through. Like, I know which teams more or less like a couple guys. I mean, some of it is public knowledge now. Like, we've been talking about it for weeks, but but we can go through it for sure. Mm. Mm. Sources. 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 Yeah. Sources. Sources. All right, let's start. I'll start with one of my guys, Anthony Edwards, who compares himself to Dwayne Wade, I guess, just because they have the same college coach. He, that was, he, was, that was, he was the top of the packet at, at some point. I, like, yeah. He's fallen a lot, right? I mean... I, I, well, no, every, everyone thinks he's going to go top three, but I think Hollinger was saying, like, everyone thinks he's going to go top three, but nobody really wants to take him. And, yeah, that's about right, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm putting a big red flag. Big, big mm. red flag. So, you know, looking at, his, looking at his social media, he does a lot of retweeting praise of himself but also liking it he does the like retweet move never never good mm. um he retweeted the sacramento kings no, not a good look um and then just the just like the tidbits i hear about him as a prospect where he has like low motor inconsistent effort doesn't play defense all of those are whenever i hear that about any pro prospect they never work out so to me, this guy gets my. I I, I would. I, I just think he's going to be a bust. Like I, I just. I if I would never take him, and if I were betting money, he gets my biggest bust right off the bat. Biggest bust. Also, his Instagram is just terrible. His Instagram is 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 really bad. I think emblematic is that his very very first post is just a black background, and then it says, "Dear God, thank you." So, no thank you, no thank you uh, for me for Anthony Edwards. Yeah, to me, I think like the big deal with him is like he's the type of guy that I would prefer. Like the the, the range that he's gonna get drafted around, like I would prefer just to trade down or like find another guy. Like I, I don't trust his demeanor in, on the court. Like I mean, like you said before, like his motor is completely on and off. The comparisons to Oladipo and Dwayne Wade are just related to Tom Cream, who coached both. 
and the, the fact that they are all of them are like shooting guards that are around six four, six five, like thick, thick, bulky guys and athletic. But like Edwards doesn't dominate, and he settles for a lot of like mid, like bad jumpers. And like in general, like I use, I think like the comparison that I like the most is probably Jason Richardson. A lot of a lot of listeners will not remember him, like the guy that mostly played for the Warriors, but then he was in Phoenix oh, yeah. in Orlando. Like he eventually developed into a really good three-point shooter, and he was an okay starter. But I don't think I don't think Edwards is gonna ever be like a star. Like I think he's lacking like a lot of IQ and in terms of like decision making on the court to be that guy. Like he probably is okay eventually, but like I mean I would compare him to a bigger, a little bit bigger, stronger GR Smith also, like, which is a more recent player. Like he plays a little bit like that sometimes. Like he's that type of like knucklehead behavior on the court a little bit when it comes to shooting the ball, oftentimes. So I, I agree with you for the most part, but I still think that because of upside, like you have to take it at some point. But like, yeah, I mean, I would not want to risk it with him. Yeah, you see, I see a lot of like he, a lot of teams in his future. Like he bounces around. Yeah. Like <laughs> one team takes a chance of him. Maybe we, maybe he can make it work here. It's a little like Ben McLevore, Michael Beasley vibes with with him to me. Well, maybe uh, the maybe the maybe the Cavs take him, uh, you know, because they know that all their guards are busts. So that maybe they'll just keep stockpiling bad guards. <laughs> they just keep taking. Bu- yeah. yeah, if he if he goes if he goes to the Cavs, up that up that bust probability by like t- twenty percentage points. Yeah, um, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna go to Charlotte most likely, like either Charlotte or Golden State. Like that's that's my guess. Yeah. Like I don't unless some some team actually trades up for him, which I don't see. Like one of those two, I would guess. I, Golden yeah. State to me, I. My my pers- my prediction with Golden State is I think they're a smart team, and so I guess I, we don't have to get we don't have to get to it now. But I think who they really want is an actual good prospect like Tyrese Halliburton, and I think they're just it's all smoke screens. They're saying they like Edwards. Um, there was some other guy they were linked to, Obi Toppin or something. They're yeah. like they're it's all just and smoke Danny, screens. And Danny too, I think. They yeah, I can, I can tell you, I can tell you for a fact that the owners like Wiseman, like the ownership group, like they've been went in a, a like I mean historically Golden State hasn't had like a big guy that has been good forever. They actually want a big man. They want Wiseman, but I think the coaching staff is more into what you say, like Halliburton or maybe. Or maybe like topping or guys that are more ready to play that are a bit more mature. And I think uh, the, the the decision making, like the front office, there's a division between guys that are pro Edwards. And I'm pretty sure from where I heard that Mike Dunleavy Jr., who is involved in there, is really is a really big fan of Danny Avdia, the the Israeli guy. So yeah. the, I think they are over the place. Eventually, will be a consensus. But like I don't know if the if the ownership group will like outmuscle everybody else. I'm not really sure about that. Dave, yeah. you had you had Wiseman. You want to talk about Wiseman? I do have Wiseman. So. Like most of these guys, yeah. Oh, and, and, sorry. We and also yeah, yeah. we should be clear for the listeners. Yes. The super hooper, the official way of of, of of rating these players is we look at their social media. So Dave yes. and I, Dave yeah. and I have done deep dives on these players' social media. Social media. So didn't yeah. Wa- yeah did not watch film. Don't care. Just you know, <laughs> don't care how they play. I mean, well, I mean, we could say like briefly, like what, like Wiseman has injury issues uh, already, and obviously, like. The issues with like getting suspended and all that stuff, but I I, I also think that was kind of bullshit. Yeah, um, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like most of these guys that we're gonna cover, very religious, doesn't post much. Clearly, like his Instagram is like from like starting in 2019. Looks like it's cultivated by his agent. Um, it's mostly like workout pictures and shit like that. Um, he's a very big fan of Lil Baby. Who I do like, but he's also a big fan of Travis Scott, who I think is garbage. Um, he also tweets at Zach Levine. 
He calls that's, him big, and he calls him big bro. So that's a big red flag. I oh, think. that's a, that's a massive red flag. <laughs> massive red flag. Massive. You don't, don't call Zach Levine big bro, man. You uh, can't. You can't. That, no, you good. can't. You can't knock him for the Travis Scott uh, stuff. That's just a generational that's true. thing. That's true. That is gener- every, generational. Everybody under like twenty three likes Travis Scott. It's just I don't know true. what happened, but yeah, they love Travis. I mean, the, I, you know, the guy got his own McDonald's meal. So, right, um, right. Yeah, he's very religious, God fearing. Like most of these guys. Kobe stand. These guys love Kobe. They do. He has a, he has a Kobe banner as uh, as his banner as his Twitter banner. Um, the other red flag. He likes all of his own tweets. Mm-hmm. Not good. Don't yeah. like. What, what's that about? Don't do that. We uh, Matt. We have a we have a, a mutual friend that uh, I won't name that. Uh, he actually might still listen to this pod, but uh, he likes his own tweets, and it's always bothered me. Always oh, bothered. Okay. okay. Won't, won't won't mention his name, but don't do that. All right. Come on. Okay. No, I'm not good. Well, we we assume is- you like your own tweets because, like, you posted them. <laughs> right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think what it is, though, honestly, is like it gets the algorithm jump started. So you're, I think you're supposed <laughs> to like it because it's supposed to. And the algorithm's see, like, oh, someone likes this. So. See, that's oh, that's fair. what I use the the Super Hoopers account for. I just <laughs> have the Super Hoopers account like exactly my personal right, tweets. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I think the thing with Wiseman is about tools more than anything. Like, I'm not a huge fan of his skill set because I don't think it translates into really, like, production on the court. Like, he tries to do stuff all the time, but he's not good enough to do it. Like, people want to compare him with, like, these super skilled guys like Chris Bosch or, like, uh, like all these, like, some people compare Garnett. him to, like, Rasid, yeah, Rasid Wallace, stuff like that. Like, he's not yeah. that type of player. Like, to me, he's a rim runner, athletic, really long. He can use his size around the rim on both ends. He runs the floor really hard, really fast. Like he has really good physical tools. Like he's massive. Like he has, he looks like a Greek god basically already. Like he has like these Dwight Howard pecs already going at age 19 or whatever it is. Like he's like he's super young as well. Like he's one of the youngest guys in the class. So like to me the issue is more about like him trying to be a player that he's not. To me he's a bit maybe a bit better, a bit less of an asshole that uh, Hassan Whiteside. Like that type of player I would say. Like that's more or less my comfort him on the court. I hope he's a bit better, play, a bit better off the court and in, in the locker room. But like, that's kind of the guy I see. Like, I don't see this skill guy that is gonna like be a reliable scorer or a guy that will create anything on offense other than people helping him score. So maybe mm-hmm. he actually focuses himself 100% on like what he can do, and like he ends up being like a really good defensive stopper, a la Rudy Gobert. Or he has the size for that, but I really don't think he has that type of physicality, aggressiveness, or mentality on the court. So that's kind of the disconnect for me. I have him a bit lower than most people. I will still take him top 10 because eventually, like, the NBA covets him, and I think he's going to deliver you value somehow, even if he's via trade. So, like, I will still take him in the top 10 for some teams, but no way top three for me. Like, I I, I rate him a, a tad lower for sure. So the other, like, kind of big guy that, that people talk about is uh, a Kongwu. I don't know. Where do you have him? I have him as a bit lower than Wiseman just because, I mean, I think he's a better player today. But like if we're going by upside and plus, like I said before, like I think some teams really like the tools with Wiseman. I think eventually, even if you want just to trade uh, the pick or the guy, uh, Wiseman will deliver you more value down the road. But Okongu to me, I mean, the comparison with Ban is the popular one and I get it. It's like they are both like six, nine guys that are really athletic and kind of versatile on defense. But like he's not like Ban is, Ban is like a real, real elite athlete like he's like a, almost a perimeter guy athletically in terms of talent like Okongu is a really like athletic guy for a big but I think he's more similar to a Derek Favors type of player like I mean it's still good like if Favors didn't get hurt as much I think he would have been better and he's still like really like impressive at times on defense 
I like Okongwu. I just don't think he's like some teams are not going to want to play him at the five because he may not be big enough for some coaches. He doesn't do all that much on, on offense, even though like he can like pass the ball and shoot a little bit from mid range. I think he's just a tad below on every aspect, but I like him in the lottery, just not super high either. either. Like this, all this conversation about him going third, I think it's a smoke screen about like Charlotte wants Wiseman, they want Wiseman to, to fall, they don't want to trade for him, they are just leaking stuff so the eventually teams are gonna be okay they might just not move and they might just take a Congo or whatever so like i think it's stuff like that more than anything look i i, I yeah. hear your nuanced analysis um but yeah. i gotta say i love his social media i think okay. he he's really performing well on the social media okay so there's a lot of stuff about like what's going on back in nigeria which i like i like mm-hmm. the awareness um his pinned tweet is put some respect on my name. And this is a tweet from two years ago. So it's like kind of when nobody knew him. And there's a lot of fun stuff. Like he gets into it with his friends on Twitter. Like he posted, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And then one of the responses from one of his buddies was, just like you showed me, you couldn't guard me, LOL. And then they <laughs> went back and forth for a bit. You know, it was like, I like this guy. He's joking around. He cares about what's happening globally. But and one second, yeah. what, what if I what if I told you that he's really good friends with Lamelo Ball and the Ball family though? Like that's a is that a, is that a good <laughs> sign? Oh my, that's good. Sign? That's okay, good, that's man. Good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Imagine you're 18 year old. You're 18. All right. And yeah. th- there's the Ball family. There's parties. Right. There's a reality show. Of course, you could still you could still have like be centered, but you you know you go into the parties. You're enjoying the high life. With well, he, went to Ch- he went to, Ch- to Chino Hills. Like that's why he's like used to. Like he plays. He's really smart on both ends, and it's, I think it's because like that team plays so fast, and there were so many possessions that they like. I think they play more basketball than any other high schooler just because of the pace of the game. So he's like a really a guy that reacts really really fast to the game, kind of from yeah. that. I think. I, yeah. Look, I love. I love. I, yeah, I love this guy. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna do well. And this is a big announcement. I don't know. I mean, listeners. Uh, you know, Patreon supporters know it from the chat, but I've announced that I'm going to get into TikTok. I'm, TikTok's going to be my next Not thing that I'm going to be. Bad, bad. <laughs> this guy can't post the the podcast on Twitter, but he thinks he needs to start making TikToks. And I'm all going to be all about it. You, you, oh. you, you'll see me, you know? So check me out. Talk yeah. with Matt Hill. I, you know? I saw you dance at my wedding, dude. Don't do TikTok, man. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do the dancing. You know, I don't know if I haven't figured out what my angle is, but, you know, I've been getting into it. Okay. I've been you know what? You, you, you are, you're a good video creator. I, I, I trust you. I trust you. Oh, thank you. you. Thank you. you know thank what? you for the respect. You know, I thought about it. Okay. I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> so, I'm on board. But you know what? At the reason I bring that up is... Kongwu also big into making TikToks, so it's another mm. so another green light. I like it. I like I go. like this guy. I think he's gonna be good. I just don't see the upside being like that high. That's my only issue. I still have him top top ten, top twelve, whatever. It's more about like I don't think he's gonna be a star or anything. So like I will have more issues with or like even an all star. Like I see him more as a good starter, a really good starter, a good guy to have in the playoffs. Also, like I think he will be versatile enough to stay on the floor. It's more about like the holler like side about about him not being like a super upside player i guess yeah the yeah. but in this draft cuz like, i look at this draft and, and and it's like i think Anthony Edwards is going to be a bust wiseman i don't know like he whatever he seems like whatever he's being okay big man but it seems like you can find big men these days Lamelo Ball, we haven't got to him, but I also think he's going to be a bust. So, I like Lamelo. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, oh, all right. All right. We'll get some hey, we'll get some should we, we'll get should some we go, sh- should we go yeah, to let's Lamelo? Go. 
before we get to Lamella Ball, I've got to tell you about Indeed.com, the number one job site in the world. Indeed gives you full control, payment, flexibility. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, no long-term contracts. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Back to the show. Uh, this one's real quick. You, you, you know who he is. He has no Twitter. He, he has the daddy ass. We know that the, the family has terrible genes. Terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible genes. Uh, I do like his game. And Nick's, Nick's Twitter was so upset that we had the eighth pick because everybody wants him. And, of course, you know, LeVar came out last week and said, like, he, he would only let him go to Detroit or New York. It's like, okay, good luck with that. Um, and that's smart. I will say, that's smart, though. Like, that's, that, those would be a good destination for him. It's too bad. I, I was sure. rooting for Detroit to get the number one pick, actually, on, on Lotto Night. Like, I wanted him to go there. But, yeah. Okay. I mean, so he's, try, he's trying to force one of those teams to trade, uh, to trade yeah. up. I mean, the, so, Knicks, the Knicks have the assets. The, the problem is, like... I think it'd be, it it could be such a disaster if they do that. Yeah. I mean, my, my my summary on him, like I like him number one by himself. Like I have him on his own tier, whatever you want to say. Like mm-hmm. I do, I would take him number one, but I would not trade up for him. Like I no like way. him, but I don't. Like I don't think the Knicks should trade trade up for the guy. Also, terrible exactly. tattoos. Like oh. his chest tattoo is so awful. Oh, like, it runs in the family. Runs in the family. Oh speaking of, speaking of terrible tattoos, he follows ninety six people on Instagram. D'Lo is one of them. Ooh, not good. Ooh. Red, big, yeah. big old red so, flag. My thing with Lamella Ball, and maybe I'm too biased from from because I was an avid fan of the Facebook Live show Ball and the Family, their their reality show. <laughs> uh-huh. And he came off terrible, terrible. in that show. He just came well, off as like petulant, would, uh, unmotivated. Let, let's remember he was so young then. Um, right, but he, yeah, he was a freshman. Show, I think the, they're showing up to like WWE SmackDown with Lavar and all that stuff. Like he just he looked like yeah. such a little brat. <laughs> But but also but it, it, am I wrong? Like it seems like he's like Lonzo, but doesn't have the stuff that make Lon like Lonzo good. Like he doesn't play defense, and he's has a selfish sh- shot selection. I think and, he's a very different player than Lonzo. Like okay. I think Lonzo like there's this there's this guy in this draft, Tyrese Halliburton, that is kind of similar to Lonzo actually. Like Lonzo is such a stiff player. Like he can really handle the ball as a point guard. He can really run pick and roll. Like you could see that in yeah. UCLA. Like you he couldn't like. You couldn't play him on ball. He's more of a wing player than a real point guard. Like he needs to play off ball and then help with like moving the ball around. Like, he's like a support uh, passing player on the wing to me. Like that's Halliburton as well. I think Lamelo could actually run an offense very well. Like of course there are concerns about like efficiency and like shooting the ball, but like he has improved physically quite a bit. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I think we talked about this before through Twitter. Like I was living in Lithuania in 2018 when they were there. Like I was there. I went I went to the games. I was working in Lithuania for Salgiris Kaunas. Like oh I was there God. for three months or four months during the during the winter and, and during the whole ball madness. So I saw the exhibition games. Like I mean Lamelo obviously those games were like not competitive at all. Like he was just bullshit. But like I think the guy has come a long way since then. Yeah, that's like me playing Matt in one on one. It's right. just like Come on. Well, you're you not that bad. I've seen videos of you playing Mad One One and, and John. Like that. That was. I mean, you're smooth, man. Like. Yeah, I like, got a shot. I, I have an uh, ugly stroke, like uh, oh. like like all the balls. 
I, uh, I have a terrible about, stroke, yeah, but I'm efficient. I'm efficient. Yeah, talking about the jumps with Lamelo, like one thing that I think people don't 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 talk about as much, like he actually changed his mechanics during the season in Australia, yes. which is very impressive because yeah. like most guys that age don't even try to do that, and like he actually changed to a more of a set shot that was easier, looked better. Like of course it cost him during the season. Like it's not easy to change mid-season and. and and get a, cost, a costume and really get used to a, your, a, new, a new mechanics. But like, I think the guy tries. I think the guy likes the game. I don't buy all this stuff. So, like so you're saying Mori? You're saying Mori should trade with the Warriors? Send Ben Simmons <laughs> to the Warriors. Get Lamelo. Smart, smart. I don't know. I don't. That's I smart. don't think honestly. I think Lamelo is going number one unless Minnesota is trading down, which I think is a hard proposition right now. Like I don't think. Minnesota is going to get enough in a trade to actually move that selection. And I think they're going to stay put and select Lamelo and figure it out later. I even, think though even though they have yeah. D-Lo, they're taking I him. think, okay. like to me, like the, the, the summary for it is like, do you think D-Lo is good enough to actually compete in the West if he's like the main perimeter guy? Like he needs somebody else. Like no, just, we're, we're, we're very down on D-Lo on this podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, I, I think he's okay, but like I, I will not want him as my reference on the perimeter. So like, I think they have to take Lamelo. I think they are going to take Lamelo. Like knowing who is there in charge, I will be surprised. And honestly, I think he's going to be fine. Like uh, the, the whole defense thing, like, yeah, he's not Lonzo on defense, but like he... He's a smart and he's like a six seven guy that has improved physically. Like he's not a tweak anymore. Like he's he has some meat actually to his bones. Like he's more or less built okay. Like yeah, there are red flags all over the place. But like if you are betting on somebody number one, he's kind of the only guy with the talent to maybe justify that uh, proposition. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You 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 kind of selling me on him. I guess. I, I guess I'm coming around a little. No. Bit. I, uh, I I I I mean I you know. I worry about him personality wise, but, uh, and also yeah. like, you know, there's been all the reporting and who knows like what, the, what it's about, but like that he's been a bad interview and all that shit. I think, like, well, I, like, I, I think, I think, I, I don't, I think that's a smoke screen. So, honestly, yeah. so like, I'm yeah. not really sure yeah. how yeah. that, like, yeah. And also, I also, I think he may be doing it on purpose. Like he, if he's interviewing with True. like Charlotte Fair. in Minnesota yeah. and he doesn't want to go there, yeah, no I think he's going to be yeah. dismissive to them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he yeah. knows he's, he's going to go somewhere in the top. And if he wants to go I to New Yorker. I think he might want to go to Chicago also. Like, I think Chicago is a good destination for him on, on like, long term. And I, one of my favorite trades was like, was, like, Chicago trading up to number two and doing, like, some sort of change of pieces with the Warriors. But I don't really know if Lamelo is going to be there available anyway. So, like, that's kind of the, the issue. Although Chicago could take, like, I mean, we can talk about Avdia now if you guys want to. Like, that's, that's the guy that they, for me, that's, for what I heard, that, that's the guy that they like the most, uh, the, the Israeli. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Um, that's Dave's that's, guy. Yeah, that was my next guy. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> when when I uh, went into the Twitter search to look him up, immediately said uh, Denny Ar- Arvida Spurs and then Denny Arvida Bust <laughs> were the two <laughs> two main <laughs> searches. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, okay. I, I mean, I, right. like, I like the guy. He he. I mean, uh, you know, Javier, you you can. Speak to his tools better than I can, but I, I mean, I, I I like what I've seen. I know he has shooting issues, but um, I, I I like him. Like I I think if 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 again if the Knicks would have had a higher pick, like I, I think they I think they would have drafted him. I think he would have been a, a very quick superstar in New York. Like just like Israeli Jewish dude. Like um, yeah, box office at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he can't. But he can't shoot, right? Isn't that the problem? Is he can't shoot? I, I'm not sure if that's true. Like the issue with him, to me, is like the free throw shooting. Like that, it's been proven. Like free throw shooting percentage is more or less translatable in terms of like being or not a good shooter. And he's like mid fifties, mid like sixties. Exactly. Yeah, it's not good. But like not it's good. also like to me, 
it is more about the it's more of a psychological thing with him than a real issue with the, his touch or his stroke. Like his shooting mechanics are more or less okay. Like he has improved over the years as well, and his three four point percentage and all that is good. His volume is good. He shoots off the dribbles and like it's not like he doesn't have any versatility there. Like he actually takes off the dribble jumpers, off ball, like stuff like that. And he was like super impressive, impressive in the Israeli league when he came back after the whole pan, uh, pandemic. So I think the only issue is like he hasn't play as much in Euroleague, which is understandable. Like guys his age outside of like Phenoms, like Doncic, don't really play in Euroleague at all in general. Mm-hmm. And the issue with him in the shooting, like I said, psychological, like he is super hard on himself. Like he's probably, I mean, I mean, there will be some weird guy that is like not even rated that is a gym rat, but like he's a super hard worker. Like from everything I heard about him, like I think he gets down himself when he misses a free throw and like, he gets in his head. Like he's I, honestly, like I think he's too hard on himself sometimes. Like you see him on the court as well. Like he's just super intense. He's a really good athlete for not even for just being a white guy. Like he's a really good athlete in general. He's not super long, but like he will like def- like protect the rim. Like he jumps out of nowhere, stuff like that. And he gets super long his dribble as well. Like you can see him playing like six. He's around six nine, and he he will like handle almost like a guard. Like he's just so so maybe he's very talented. Honestly. So maybe if he if he does end up with the Warriors, he he's the kind of guy like with Kerr as his coach, like he oh, could be coached sure. up yeah. and because sure. um, I, I I do like a lot of his game and uh, also you yeah, yeah you guys, no, I, go sorry, ahead. sorry no, I, no, I no, no. like you guys you guys put a premium on like social media and stuff like that. I put a premium on handsomeness. I think he's like the most handsome guy almost. He like, is very. I mean, we no, talked about is, last year like very handsome. That's true. Very, that's very, it, true. It, it very uh, it correlate correlates with success. Definitely. And he he yeah. is he's very high on on himself. Well, first of all, his Instagram is private. I requested to follow Ooh. him. He has not. He has not approved, which is probably yeah, a, right. a, a. That's probably a, a a good a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. 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 He saw yeah. he saw my post and he was like, "No way." Uh, so that's probably smart. Yeah. Um, also, in terms of the in terms of the Knicks, like Abdia, Abdia is not gonna be there probably. I think no like, way. I to say like yeah, yeah. The, the Bulls like him a lot, but even if the Bulls don't take him, that he's not gonna get past the Cavs. Like they've been in no in, in Israel scouting him many times. I don't think he's gonna fall lower than fifth. Like he's gonna yeah. go lowest to the to Cleveland, which I hope not. Like I would prefer him in Chicago or Golden State or honestly, he's probably the best fit. I don't like drafting for fit that high, but he's probably the best fit for Minnesota. Like he's just you will not want to take him number one probably, but like he's a really good fit there. But like maybe like maybe the Knicks can take Jan Madar, the other Israeli guy, eventually. Like there's another Israeli guy. In That's true. Draft. He like, he I, is he is circled uh, by a lot of people for as as our uh, our second pick. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. very fun. Like he's almost like yeah. Israel Israeli Jamorant, honestly. Like he's not as good, but like that's kinda how he plays. Like he's Matt- very, very fun to watch. Matt's also like a Jordan Farmar fan, and he's mad that Denny is getting all this attention. So Ooh. you know, because everyone's saying like, "Oh, he's 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 primed to be the best Israeli player ever." So and Matt, uh, Matt's just pissed UCLA. Off. Wait, yeah. is Jordan is Jordan is Jordan Farmar Israeli? I thought he was. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean, I think he, he played. He played. I thought you're a Laker fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. am a Laker fan, but he went to UCLA. And he's from the Valley. I think, mean? I mean, he's, yeah, but like he, he played in Israel for a long while after that, and I think he got he hundred percent got the passport. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, oh, yeah he's, okay, he's okay. claimed. Oh, he's so claimed. he became he's claimed. Yeah, well, look, claimed, yeah, yeah, I was a Laker fan and UCLA fan when he was there, but I don't I don't follow the the uh, whatever yeah. ninth best player for the rest of his career. But, but you don't hate you don't hate USC guys though because you were pro Congo, like you are not yeah. a real UCLA fan. Then yeah, I'm not. Of course, I'm not a real fan of anything. So, yeah, okay, no, Matt, fair, yeah, yeah, Matt's uh, very funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the last thing I'll say about Denny is uh, he is definitely very sure of himself because on his Twitter, all of his likes are either 2K posts or people like doing draft analysis of him. And it's not even that he was tagged in it. So he, he clearly searches for his name and then like, 
retweets yeah. and uh, and likes posts, like uh, doing like analysis of him. So, hmm. yeah. All right, like, let's talk about the himself. guy. I, 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 the guy I have number one. The guy, this guy, I think I don't. I he to me is the best prospect. Obviously, I don't know anything, but I just love I love Halliburton. Everything I read about Halliburton, I'm like, this guy. How? Why is this guy not the number one pick? I mean, the name so, is fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. First of all, Tyrese Halliburton, also elite handsomeness. If uh, I know Javier, you know, looks yeah, at that. Fair, fair. Um, okay, so here's what we hear about him. High character guy. He's going to be good chemistry. Okay, love all that. Gym rat. All right, that's great. Apparently, I couldn't, I don't know what's going on with the draft models this year. I couldn't find any advanced stats models. Usually there's somebody who's, you know, running an advanced stat, stats model, spitting out a top 10. Kevin Pelton does one, but I didn't pay for an insider to see it. But all I saw, the first paragraph, the only player that rates uh, in the yeah. top 10 from previous years is Halliburton. So that the one advanced stats model I could find likes him. His personal style is like that of a skater. Like he does, like he basically wears like skaters, skater stuff. And on the court, rocks the short shorts. Also, he has a crazy steal rate. So the two things that correlate, I have shown to correlate yeah. between college and the pros is steal rate, which he's off the charts on, and free throw percentage, which he's also uh, pretty good on, like 80-something percent. So uh, everything about this says in this draft where you got your top players have big question marks, LaMelo, uh, Anthony Edwards, Wiseman, Halliburton, Halliburton, yeah, he's not going to be a star, but it seems like he's going to be a starter. Like, it seems like there's no way where this guy isn't, like, a, a quality contributor. So why not just take that? This is my number one guy, biggest green light. Well, to me, it's about upside. Like, I'm not going to take a guy like that, number one. Like, that's my only issue. Like, I will, I, I, have, I like Halliburton all right, but like you said, like, he, like, for me, with the models, where I take out of it is, like, he's a really good bet to be an NBA player. Like, he's not a really good bet to be a star. Like, he's a really good bet to be a solid starter, a really a good rotation player. I think we talked about it before with the comparison to Lonzo. Like Lonzo also rated super well in the in the models, and like he's a really similar player. Like I mean, Halliburton, I think I would buy his shot a bit more. Like he's better off ball. I would think that than Lonzo in terms of shooting the ball. I think he's worse on defense just because Lonzo is like he had a better frame. He was a stronger naturally in general. Halliburton has became has become a little bit stronger, but like he's still pretty much a, pretty much a tweak for being like six seven. Like he's very very not. Strong at all, and he doesn't do anything on ball really. Like he's maybe a little bit better than Alonso there, but like you will not trust him to run an offense 100. Like he's more of a two guard to me on offense, and a, maybe on defense as well because you will you will want him more like being a smart guy that can like sag off players and like play team defense. I think, but like he's a really good bet for a team that just needs a plug and play smart perimeter guy. But like if you are taking him top five or like even top ten, I would say, like you might be disappointed if you are expecting an all-star. That's the only. The only caveat, I guess, I will have with him, like, it's more about that than anything. I don't know about his social media or anything. I know he was in the U19 team last summer, and he was, like, the best player there with some of the stars from the high school recruiting class that is supposed to deliver a really strong draft in 2021 next year. So, like, he was really, really good among his peers already, and that's a good sign. But still, like, I think he's more of a team player than a star type. Yeah, but but my thing in this draft, there's I don't see any stars. Like, my thing is, like, yeah, sure, in another nah. draft, yeah, you go for upsides. But you, and you're saying, well, this guy's definitely going to be an NBA player. I, I mean, if you told me LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and Wiseman are not in the NBA in five years, I'd be like, yeah, that seems about right. Like, like all those guys could totally wash out. And, like, yeah, but and, even, and even, Den, even this guy, yeah. Denny, can't shoot. This guy, Denny, has got the yeah. demons in his head. You know, yeah. we, we, we put him on even, the biggest stage. 
even with that criteria, even with that criteria, I will take Danny at least over them because I, I mean Danny's also not gonna be a bust, and I think he he might not be a great shooter, but I, I will buy him being a sol an okay option there. So I just in, I will buy him over Halliburton for sure. I get it. I get what you mean. It's just I don't like that for the top of the draft. Like I would prefer to take risks over there than like actually just take a guy that I know is just gonna be okay. I guess like it's just <laughs> there are so many okay guys that like, you can take. Like, I mean, the, the Mavs traded for Delon Wright, and they ended up paying him like $9 million a year, which is a, almost a bad contract. I, I think it's borderline there. And Harry Barton could just be similar to Delon Wright. He could be a bit better than Delon Wright, but I don't think he's somewhere in between that. Delon Wright, uh, uh, my friend Alonso Ball, like, he's almost like a lot of European point guards, uh, like for people that, use, that follow the EuroLeague and stuff like that, where these typical 6'6 guys, Greek, Serbian, blah, 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 like play good defense, play solid defense, can more or less run an offense, but they don't really attack or score. He reminds me a lot of a typical European guard. Right, right. But here's the yeah. thing: like, if, if I'm if I'm Minnesota, or I'm Charlotte, or I'm the Cavs, like, just get me a player that's going to be like okay. Like, I got enough guys that I that are going to bust, and like, if they come <laughs> to my terrible franchise. Like, yeah. if they come to my terrible franchise, it's more likely but, they're going to bust. What, this, this is a draft, like, where you, you almost you don't want the first or second pick because, no, like, yeah. you no. know, you don't want to be forced to have to go. Take a swing. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. With hey, the, the guy I, who I, you think is the closest to a home run, which could end up being a bust, as opposed to a guy who's just going to be a really solid rotation if, player. If I'm, Minnesota, if I'm Minnesota, if I'm Golden State, I'm walking up there with pride and saying, give me Halliburton. Like, I, give me Tyrese. Yeah. All right? I don't but care. Middle fingers to everybody. Yeah. At least oh, yeah, down, I would try, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I would like, trade it down. And I think Golden State and Minnesota are desperately trying to trade down. Yeah, Everyone's think, like, yeah, we don't want to be up there. The, I think the highest he could go is six to Atlanta, to Atlanta, but I think they like Isaac Okoro more than him. I think he could go fourth maybe, but I, I don't see it. Like, I think they, I mean, I know every team lo loves him. I think it's a character thing. Like they love his character. They love his persona and they like his game because he's versatile. But I think the highest he could go being like realistic is six to Atlanta. And I expect him to go maybe a bit lower than that. I don't know, like somewhere between six and 10, like uh, it's just difficult to, like maybe the T Detroit probably will, will like him a little bit. I know they like Killian Hayes as well. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I would like him in Atlanta, okay? I guess like he should fit nicely next to Trey Young, like as a true guard. It's more about like, I don't see him as his own man. Like if Detroit drafts him with the idea that he's going to be like running the show, like I don't know how no, that's going to work. No, you don't draft Halliburton on the show. You just draft him for his good, good locker room yeah. presence and he's just going to be a solid player. He's just a winning yeah. player. You get your stars elsewhere. Um, do you want to talk? I guess I have Okoro and Vassal left. Dave, who do you, you have Killian Hayes left? I have anything, Killian or? and o and Obi Toppin. All right, we yeah. could talk. We could talk a little about o Okoro. You just brought up. I couldn't really get a read of, read on him. It seems like he's a great defender, bad uh, free throw shooter. Um, he retweeted a video about Christian rap music, which I don't know if that's a red flag or a green light. Like, okay, he seems like a clean cut guy. A lot of positive vibes on his social media. Um, he's definitely down with the peaceful protest, like he was posting about peaceful protests. So he seems just kind of like a chill dude, but he is a bad free throw shooter, which we said correlates. Yeah. So I don't, to be honest, I don't know. I guess I would take this guy if I would, I, I wouldn't take him ahead of Halliburton or anything like that. But, uh, it just seems like a middling, middling prospect to me. Yeah, to me, the issues are similar to Okongu and Halliburton, like we talked before. I don't see the star upside. Like, I think he's going to be a really good rotation player in the league, probably a starter as well. The shooting is weird because there are flashes that are okay. Like, he's, he has, like, good balance on his shot. Like, he, I don't know, in general, like, you look him shoot, he doesn't look terrible, but the results are not there. He's definitely not a scorer. Like, he's not a guy that is going to look for his own 
points or anything. I would like his demeanor on the court, like he's a bit similar both physically and the way he plays to Justice Winslow, but like maybe a little bit faster on a straight line and he's not as good as a of a passer. Like Winslow was a really more of a point forward than anything. Hopefully he will get back from his injury issues and be the same player as he was. But like I think Okor is gonna be really solid, really good, really steady, but like I don't see the upside, I would say. Like that's I I, I know people comp him to like Jimmy Butler and stuff like that. I think it's more of a physical way of, of comparing guys. Like I don't see him evolving that way. Also Jimmy Butler is more than a, of an outlier than anything. Like he was not that type of player as a prospect either. So to me, it's more of a yeah, plug and play defensive wing that should be okay passing the ball because he has good vision and good feel, and maybe hitting threes from the corner. Like I'm probably playing up positions, even though like he's not that long. He's around six six, but he's really strong. Like he's really well built. He plays really hard. He's also a guy that was underranked in high school to me. Like he was, I think he was ranked in the 40s or something nationally, which is like very weird compared to like him having like top five hype even like from the start of the NCAA uh, season last year kind of so I think that's that's the main thing I like about him like underdog mentality and physicality and playing hard smarts just some people come comparing also to Marcus Smart but more of a, a, a small forward version of Marcus Smart I guess which is yeah it could be I mean I, I do like him he's just like not I, like I said before not a guy I would want to take top three top five but after that like somewhere in the lottery sure now if you want to do one of your guys yeah, Killian Hayes, who I feel like has climbed the he's been the, rising. The, yeah, the ranks. Uh, a, a strong, recently. a strong handsomeness also. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh very yes. handsome. Big. Yeah. Like I mean, French too. Is he? Isn't he French or is he just played French? French well, he's, Florida, he's but also yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he was ooh, born in ooh. Florida, which is I think the, bad I think the French, the French Florida cancels it. Cancels <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His dad is a former. His dad is a former American player that like developed his career over France, and he has a right. French mother, so right. he grew up in France but born in Lakeland. I mean, as as uh, so so he's kind of like a mix of uh, Frank Nelikina and uh, Kevin Knox. It's kind of that little mix of that. <laughs> <That's> t- uh, <laughs> hopefully, leans more wow. towards the Frank. Um, I mean, he's like a. I mean, he seems to have very like great size for a point guard, right? And like great yeah. size and length. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I he's not going to be there at eight, right? Like, there's just like no way, right? I could be. He could be there. Like, I mean, honestly, like uh, he's all over the place. Like, I think, I think Chicago likes him at four. I think they like Danny slightly better, but I think they like him. I know Detroit likes him. He's been training with Will Bynum, who is like a former player, a former point guard that also played overseas. Yeah, yeah. And he has like ties to Detroit. He's been training with Will Bynum there. They have his uh, under like youth level national teammate, uh, Sekou Dumboya. He's the, 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 like. the good Bynum. The good Bynum. Yeah, well, yeah. Dude, Andrew Bynum hangs out in the hangs out in the Starbucks I used to go to before the That's pandemic. Right. Oh, Andrew, yeah. Andrew 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 Bynum would come up once a week, double park, actually triple yeah. park over all these spots. Walk in, you know, he's probably like forty pounds overweight, you know, uh, you know, basically. Be an asshole to everybody at the Starbucks. Grab his coffee and go. Yeah. So yeah. that's what that's what no. that's what that's what Andrew Bynum's up to these yeah. days. You can you yeah. can check him out at at the Starbucks at Marina Del Rey next to the airport. Yeah, I, I mean, Will Bynum. We, he, I mean, funnily enough, like he was like in the first NCAA season I followed. Like he was in this Georgia Tech team that got to the Final Four and stuff like that. So like I, I remember him from that. But I like, know he, he. I like him and he's okay. Like I used to be more of a skeptical guy on him. It's just like the whole flat, the whole draft is so flat. But I ended up racing him just because of the age and the size. The problem with him is more about tools athletically. Like he's not that like not that quick, not that athletic. Like he's more of a steady guy. Like I don't I don't think he will like event like beat guys off the dribble or things like that. He's really smart though. Like 
he lacks a bit of a right hand, like he's really left dominant. And his shooting is a bit irregular, but I think he will get there. Like he's really, really strong free throw shooter and he takes off the dribble threes. Like he, I think volume wise, even though the percentage is not awesome, but he has like the most of the dribble threes in this class uh, as a guard. So that's really good for a really young oh, guy. Le- in a left dominant? League. Sounds like a perfect Nick, baby. We need yeah. another left dominant. Another left dominant guy? Yeah, he's going to use his left hand. Uh, I, will, yeah. I, I will say like smart Knicks people that, um, that I follow seem to have been biggest on him for the people that are yeah. realistically like possibly going to be at eight. Yeah. He, he seems to be the one and Vassal are the two that are mentioned the most. I think, I think the, the pick of the Knicks, I mean, it could depend a lot because it's the eighth pick, but the, the four guys that could be there that I can see uh, New York selecting are Killian Hayes, Obi Toppin, Kyra Lewis, and Tyrese Maxi, the other Tyrese in this class. I think those four, the pick is going to come between those four. That's my guess. And, and from Hayes, like, I mean, it's also very impressive that he played professionally in Germany. Like, he played the second division of the EuroLeague plus uh, the German League, which is, I mean, it's not super strong, but it's mid-tier in Europe. And he was really good. He was, like, a starting point guard. He's, he's really good on defense as well. Like, he's, he's not nearly Kina, but, like, he's good on defense as a strong guy that is smart and, like, plays passing lanes and stuff like that. Like, he's very solid already at age 18, 19. And I think, honestly, like, professionally, he looks and he plays a bit similar to me to Malcolm Brogdon. Like, I don't think he's going to be much better than that. Some people have him number one and really like him from the beginning, not even like the last month. Some of my uh, draft Twitter like colleagues or whatever you want to say, like they have him number one from like like November last year already. Like he's been at the top of the draft for a lot of people, a lot of guys from the get go. But I think he's more of a really good starter than anything. But like he would be a good selection for the Knicks if he makes it to eight. I think he could go. I don't. I have a hard time seeing him pass Detroit just yeah, because yeah. I know they they have actually. Like uh, have him in the area, like with Will Bynum, like I said. But he would be a good choice for sure. Uh, I will say uh, on on social media, he really tries to make the nickname "Kill" um, happen, and I mean that's not happening. Come on, man! Nobody's gonna call you Kill. His nickname just he wants to just get called Kill. Nah, nah. Yeah, no. Come on, dude. You can do better than that. Uh, I'm gonna also, call him. I'm, I'm gonna call him Ian Hayes from now on, just to get rid of the kill. Also, his Ian to me. His Twitter is just one post and it's like a graphic of him declaring for the NBA draft. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. Really? Like that. You do? Okay. Yeah. All it's right. Good. I mean, he's not, well, he's not caught up with the social media. He only tweets the thing that matters. It's like me with Twitter. The only he, thing that he also, matters he, he is, posts, the D, is the DMs with Javier. That's he also, it. That's the he only also thing. posts uh, on, um, on Instagram a lot, calling his mom, um, his, uh, the love of his life. So, you know, that's probably high character. That's high character, you know. Yeah, he's, think, in, he's think, not posting I mean, with, like, Instagram models I mean, he and got, shit. He got, he got a, French father, a French mother and a Florida father. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm going with the French mother. I mean, <laughs> handsome, peop- handsome people always figure it out. So, like, you just have to trust on that. Like, it's just, it's just Wait, happening. Yeah. When you're lost, look at the mirror. You can, you're mm. right back home. Mm. Um, other, other, the guy you mentioned, Devin Vassell, which is a guy I had. Um, so... The scouting report on him is he's a good defender and he's like real hustle, which I like. It's like, you know, there's a loose ball. Devin Vassell is getting it. But I did not like what I saw on social media. Um, first of all, I had to put his name in multiple times because I couldn't figure out how to spell it. So that was took a lot of work to find the correct spelling of Devin Vassell. And <laughs> in one of those times, in one of those misspellings, I found somebody who went to high school with him say, Devin Vassell was an asshole. Uh 
but he could play basketball. So I was like, oh, okay, all right. That's 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 a, that's a personality red flag right there from a unknown high school source. Sure. Who didn't know? Who also didn't know how to spell his name correctly because it was one of the misspellings. Um, but I didn't like his Instagram at all. There was too much workout photos. There was too much of like like glamour shots basically of him and his boys like it was like they were like mm. in a boy band or something like oh po- no po- po- posing on like the top of a building and there was like lots of those that's, yeah, that's like pretty much all it was was he john exactly <laughs> yeah and and he commissioned a documentary about himself already that has already oh, come no. out oh no so, no 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 so so red i'm red <laughs> flag he already made the last Sorry. dance yeah he already made yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the, the thing with him is like all the statistical models basically have him like as the same player as Mikal Bridges, the, the Suns guy. And I think in college, he's a bit worse than what Mikal was. He's a bit younger also. He's a sophomore and Mikal was, uh, was a junior. But like, honestly, he's following the same thread because I don't know if you have, I mean, you have followed social media, maybe you have seen the workout video. Like he, well, he had like a really, a really sweet jumper, even off the dribble sometimes. And like, he kind of changed his mechanics somehow for some reason. And there's this clip of him shooting this, super ugly launcher from like, I don't know, like be, be like well beyond the three-point lines so a, uh, a couple of times. And like Bridges had the same issue in his draft. Like he kind of tweaked his mechanics for the worse and now he's like very on and off as a shooter. And I hope it doesn't happen with, with Vassal because I think he's an intriguing guy. He's really good as a team defender, like super crisp, like doesn't really fall behind in any rotation, really smart, like plays strong, plays physical. Like he's not super strong in terms of being really built, but like he's long and he plays actual physical like with actual physicality of his game and i think there is some up- upside there with him in terms of like scoring the ball uh of the dribble like he hasn't really done it consistently but he has improved there i think more than anything like he will eventually be a really good like 3 and guy on any team basically and a really solid starter like I, I i bet on him to do that as long as he doesn't like again change his mechanics for the worse like michael bridges did this uh, off season, with this super long off season. Maybe he was just bored, like waiting for the draft and he was trying things. <laughs> Wait, because we've been take, waiting. Take, yeah. Taking pictures of him and his boys on a building. Yeah, he got yeah, tired. Yeah, fair, fair. But like, I mean, I do like him. I do I do think top 10 talk is a bit strong, but in the 10, in the tw- in the teens, like taking like between 10 and 20, for sure, yeah, whatever, it's fine. But I think like for the Knicks, like uh, Dave mentioned before, I will not go that way. Like, I think it's a little bit, a little bit of like a low uh, ceiling guy. Like he's just, I mean, a really useful player probably, but more of a, yeah starter down a star one prospect left but before we get to him football is back in full swing you, you might not be at a game this year but you can still be in the action at bet online bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win from game spreads to totals bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else head to bet online today and take full advantage of the great sign up bonuses don't forget to use promo code bluewire at betonline.ag that's bluewire all one word Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Dave, yeah. last guy, I think yeah. Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. Yeah. I mean, Obi Toppin. Fantastic That's name. That's my guy. Fantastic yeah. name. That is such a good name. Obi Toppin. New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New York. Yeah, Brooklyn guy. Um, he seems. I don't know. He seems very high character. Um, boring social media, but hey, he he retweets a pastor a lot. This one pastor who who's like <laughs> one of these like young like slick like cool pastors so i'm like okay he's religious but also like seems cool uh, that that's he's, worse that's uh, worse to me is it i mean you know. he mostly just posts pictures of like you know the, the workout stuff and then like him with his girlfriend his him and his dog you know him with his mom he loves young thug and if i wasn't so washed i could determine whether that was good or bad i'm gonna <laughs> 
<laughs> determine it's, I'm going to determine it's bad because I'm washed. And uh, I think uh-huh. um, nobody's better than Outcast. So, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Like he, you know, big LeBron and Kobe fan, like most of these guys, like just like very, very boring social media presence. He's 22. That's the knock he, on him, yeah, right? He is He's 22. 22. Well, so is Mikhail Bridges. I mean, you know, like, so, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, Cam he, Johnson. I mean, you know, I think it's been overstated with him. Like, I, I do think it's a, a bit of a red flag. Like, you have to consider it just because of upside. But, like, I think in general with him, like, it's more about experience. Like, yeah, he's 22, but he only played two years of college basketball. Like, he went to prep school. They went, then he redshirted just to improve his body. And he got really strong. Like, he really working on, on, on the gym that year. And I think the guy has upside still. Like, he does have some flashes shooting off the dribble and, like, shooting threes that are weird for a guy that is so, such an athlete. Like, he's super athletic around the rim. Like, he will have this highlight reels about dunking. Like, he's just insane. Like, between the legs and stuff like that. Like, like, like slam dunk contest type of things. Like, I think the guy is very similar in his game in terms of, like, the role he's supposed to have in the NBA to Amari or, like, even John Collins in the Hawks. Like, I think he's a bit better than Collins in terms of, like, tools to be a star. Like, I think he has more of self-creation chops or, like, ability to pass also. Like, he has better vision. But like he could be that type of player, like a really good big on offense that could struggle on defense. But like he could be a guy that in like year two, like could be putting up like 20 points per game or stuff like that. So in this draft, like you were saying before, uh, Matt, like I have him number two just because I think his upside in terms of like offensive output is up there with almost everybody but ball. Like that's my my take on it. Like I know he will have limitations on defense, but like it's, it, again, like he's like a six nine guy that is not super. Like he has not. Uh, like a great length, but he's not terrible either. And he's a really good athlete. So like, how can how bad can it be on defense? Like, it can be bad, but it, just in general, like at least during the regular season, like defense is more about like being in the right spot. And if you are tall and strong, that like, you are gonna be more or less okay. Like it's not gonna be a a super like pro- a super big problem for your team. So in general, I think the the offense justifies the the selection with him. And I think he's gonna go like top eight for sure. So he will go around there somewhere. All right. So what? So what is your top five then? So do you have ball number one? Yeah, I have ball number one. Then I have a, a gap, and I have four guys in tier two. Topping that we talk about, as the other we talk about as well, number three, and Edwards number four. Just like I don't love him, but I like him. And then a guy that we haven't talked about that I think we should brought up a little bit, Alexei Pokusevsky, the the Serbian guy that looks like a Star Wars droid. Uh, he he very much does look like a star wars droid like he's just a battle droid to be fair like he's he's i I, i've been told from people in in serbia that i've been talking about with uh, about his development because he was working out in the gym like he's kind of up to like 215 pounds and he's around seven two in sus he's seven 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 and a half like seven seven zero and a half uh barefoot so he's a really really tall guy with the skill set of a, of a guard, like he gets really long, his dribble, he can really shoot on ev- almost every situation. I think the, the thing with him is more about like character and like how, how badly does he want to be the guy or the star? I think he's going to get drafted somewhere in the teams, maybe early 20s. There is this rumor that OKC has made a promise to him in the, I think they have 20, the 25th selection. So mm-hmm. like he's going to go somewhere in the first round. He's coming right away to the NBA. Like he's not staying in Europe. I know that for a fact. And I think the upside is uh, Okay, like, sorry. I just got a picture of him up. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He does look like a, a Star Wars, like a Star Wars battle droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. He All moves right. like one also a bit more. A bit, I mean, he he gets low more. He is like no, that's unfair. Like he's not not that stiff, but like upper body, he's a bit stiff. He's he gets really low naturally because 
like most guys that are, most guys that are seven two have like I feel like they have like longer legs than this guy. Like he has like a really really long upper body and a really long neck, but like he kind of can get low to the ground easier than you would think. And I think the, the upside is there just because of the skill set. Like he also like you would love that. Like he gets a lot of uh, steals and blocks. Like he's a uh, an advanced stats darling in that case in that regard as well. So. Just in general, I think the upside is is there with him. And then after that, I have another gap, and I have our, our like we talk about Killian Hayes, Wiseman, Okoro, Kongu, etc. So that's kind of the guys for me. But uh, I think Pokuszewski is underrated guy. Like I think the risk it's, it's, is there. It's worth the, having it's a worth look the, at him. The the, yeah. the risk. Comes. <laughs> yeah. And hey, with you know, you get some more money. You know, yeah, for sure. you get yeah, a stylist 100%. and yeah, you know, yeah. get somebody to make you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I saw the too. picture, Dave. He, he looks Stylist, like a you could do. boy you from uh, Train Spotting. You gotta, you gotta like, you have to like build. Yeah, you have to like build like a body out or something. Like you I know, think, you have to. I think you would like. He has, he has some flow. Like he got some pictures. Like with, he, with he, when he was going to um, to the states or like whatever in the airport. Like he, like he had a funny pack and like he was like he he was like okay. I mean he looked like up to speed. I think like to NBA fashion. I think part part like, of it is not the, looking the, like the, terrible. the jersey. Yeah, yeah. So is I think it he will so be bad? Is there like a, the candy cane? The candy cane jersey is makes him look really awful. Yeah, yeah they. Right, right, and then also they 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 have he has a jersey where it's just the Star Wars droid. So it's like well, I don't know what team that is, but it's like come on, like change it up a bit. Yeah, I mean he plays uh, he plays for he plays for Olympiacos in Greece, but he's from Serbia. Yeah. Um. Any other? Well, what are the other players we're missing? Is there are there kind of like sleepers I mean, that we're missing? I think I think uh, there are a couple guys that I like that we haven't talked about. One of them is Patrick Williams, who plays with Devin Vassell in Florida State. Yeah, freshman. He has like this weird uh, white patch yeah. with his hair. Like, uh, <laughs> I love that. Middle. Rashid. Rashid Wallace. Yeah, yeah kind of. Think, Rashid you Wallace. Can, you can Google him up. It's Patrick Williams, Florida State. He has like uh, on the front of his of his head. And he's like a, a really good combo forward. Like I think he's going to be good. The, the only thing with him is like he has this weird quad imbalance. Like his upper legs are so weird. Like they are super strong. Like he seems like he, instead of not missing leg day, he over did leg day or whatever, like he's built really weird, like he's a bit stiff, but like he has a really sweet jumper. He's like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, six, smart, plays good on defense, like he's not super athletic, but like he moves well. I think he's going to be a good, like like we talked about before with Okoro and with the Basel and stuff like that, like he's going to be a good rotation player at a position of uh, really high demand nowadays in the league. So I, I like him a lot and I like Grant Reeler also, who is from Charleston. A uh, small school, not that strong for conference, but like he plays a lot. I would say like Derrick Rose plays today. Like after injuries, Derrick Rose, like he has like these weird freaky finishes around the rim, scoop layups and stuff like that. He gets to the rim at will in his conference. People come come him to Fred Van Vliet because they look alike. You can Google him, Grant R- Riller. They look alike with the beard and everything and the, and the in general the look. But like he doesn't play like Riller, like Van Vliet at all. It's more of a looks comparison. I feel like. But mm-hmm. that guy, I think he's going to go in the second round or late first, probably early second. And I think he should go like mid first, something like that. Reminds mm-hmm. me of, like, not the player, but the situation. Reminds me of uh, Derek White, who I liked in the lotto back in his draft. And he ended up going late first to the Spurs. And I think R- Riller is not that type of player, but like the situation or the stock with him is kind of similar. Um, what about the Stanford guy that, I, that I, I've been hearing? Yeah. Yeah. I like him, like, honestly, I, I don't have him that low. I will, I will be fine with him going, like, top 20. I don't see the upside with him for going higher than that. Like, he, 
he's a really smart player and he's a really good shooter. Like probably, I mean, top five shooter in this draft for sure. And he, he's a freshman, so that's good in, in, ger- in terms of like upside still. It's more of a tools thing with him. Like he can really f- dribble forward. Like he would be, he's more of a east-west guy than a guy that I can, I can actually put pressure on the defense. Like he's not, people like the whole Trey Young thing. Like he's nowhere near the athlete or as shifty as Trey is. He's more like, to me, he reminds me of Seth Curry. Like, I think he could be that type of player. Like, maybe a bit more of a real point guard than Seth Curry is, a bit more heavy as a player. Although Seth has developed under Rick Carlisle, and he can, can actually run an offense more or less okay. But that type of guy, like a really good shooter, comp- competitive on defense because he's smart and he, and he cares. And just a good rotation guard. I don't see the upside with him to be like a star or like go top 10, like some people have him or stuff like that. It's more, the shooting is outstanding for sure, but it's, I don't see the tools to like, I think he has a really, like not a great handle to be a, a point guard. Like he's more of a secondary handler to me than, than a point guard. John, uh, J- John asked us to ask you. Yes. If you, how do you feel about Maxi and Bain for the Sixers? Ooh. I, I don't think I Maxi. Like Maxi will, I mean, w- w- he's not still going to be there for the Sixers. No, first, but, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. I like Maxi a lot. I, I have Maxi top ten or like ten, twelve, or whatever. Also. I mean, he's still like he the the field again like he's more of a combo guard than a point guard, but like I think he has a strong defensive chops. Like he plays really physical on defense. Like he's cut from the same cloth as guys like Kyle Lowry, Fred Fred Van Vliet, stuff like that. Like he's that type of like bully guard that is strong and will play to his strength. Gotcha. And I think on offense, yeah, he's not gonna be a guy that will run an offense, but he's I think he's gonna be a good scorer, and I think the shooting is gonna be good as well. I would love him for the Sixers. I don't think he's going to be there unless you trade up. And Desmond Bain, uh, another, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm going to come through as a Star Wars nerd, which I'm, I'm not, a, I don't even like Star Wars, <laughs> but I know from my friends, like, apparently the first Seed Lord or whatever was, was called Des Bain or something like that. So it's another Star Wars reference from, from this draft. But like Desmond Bain, I like him a, a lot as well. Like, I will have him top 20 ish or top 22. I think he will be probably be there for Philadelphia's peak. And I would be fine taking him, like, again, a guy that can do a little bit of everything on the perimeter, like he's a really good off the dribble shooter, off ball as well, smart as heck, super strong. He's not long, but like he's built like a tank. Like you can find him online. Like he looks like a linebacker. Like he's really, really well built, and like he will be a good rotation wing for almost any player. Like playing three positions on 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 the perimeter, he can run a little bit of offense. He can play off the ball. Like I think he will be a fantastic pick for for Philadelphia, and I think they might be able to take him if they don't do the damn thing they did last year with the trading up or like playing. Like, they always leak their fucking selections. I don't know why. Like, everybody knows which player Philadelphia wants, and they have to play that for them. <laughs> so stupid. And, and they have, like, two early second-round picks yes. this year. I think Ben could be there if they don't do the stupid thing and actually either sell a pick for money or trade up with the pick. And they could be getting a multiple solid guys, I think. Like, I mean, I think this year, I think it was uh, another guy that they leaked that they like. I, I'm not really sure. No, it's not. It's in the second round. It's not as popular. But like last year with Thibault, everybody knew they wanted Thibault, so they like bo- like Boston forced their hand again. So it's just yeah, <laughs> it is where it is. We yeah, there's that. some elite elite GMing going on in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, now. Hopefully yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully no. no I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, in the past, I was being sarcastic. In the future, yeah, hopefully, yeah. 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 Um, All right, that's enough. Enough yeah, Sixers talk since John's not here. But, I don't, but the but the Sixers aren't going to sell any picks. Like they're in good financial situation. They're only going to owe forty five million in luxury tax this year. So I think. What well, did you fine. sign? Did you sign Maury to a ten million? And, <laughs> sixty million. Sixty yeah. million dollars. I yeah, think and Elton, and Elton Brand uh, got to stand it as well. So like it's just yeah. It's they got fantastic. money. I think um, Doc Rivers was the best, uh, almost the best paid coach in the league. So he's gonna make. 
yeah, all they, over there as well. So I guess they, I guess they do. I guess they do. They just got money to burn. Yep. Um, okay. So my top five after after hearing all this, I'm gonna yeah. go number one, Halliburton, as we know. Number Ooh. two, I like Killian Hayes. Uh, I like what I hear about him. Number three, I like everything you said about Obi Toppin. So I'll go three, Obi Toppin. Number four, this is a Dave. This is just for Dave. We'll go with Denny. We'll go with Denny. Okay. Um, and number five, I'll go the droid that you talked about. Uh, Pajewski, <laughs> is that okay. his name? Strong, strong. Pokusevsky. Yeah. Pokusevsky. Yeah, you, can so, go, you can go Alex. Most people call him Poku. Poku, Poku? is easy. Okay. Yeah, Poku, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Poku, Poku, means, Poku means me in uh, Japanese. So. Oh, wow. Okay, fair. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Matt, did, um, did you live in Japan? I forget. I did. I lived in. Not only did I live in J- Japan, but I lived in Spain, where Javier has also lived and is from. So I, I live in I live in Japan and Barcelona as well. So we can. There we go. No, same. Oh no. Same. Oh, that, save it same. for another pod, I guess. Same. 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 <laughs> same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll 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 revisit it. We'll revisit it this yeah. next year to see sure. to see how we did. See how we did. I think oh. I think this draft's going to be like pretty, pretty bad. bad. So I think. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty. Nice. I'm pretty. I'm pretty secure in my surefire picks at, at, with Halliburton and Hayes, who I think are pretty and, and Toppin, who I think are all are all about as sure thing as you can get in this draft. And you so. like Okongwu as well. It's just so flat. It's a really flat draft. Yeah. Like I will, yeah. bet, I will, I will, I will bet against trading up. Like just don't trade up. Use your picks wherever you like. Don't burn assets trading up unless you really like a guy that you think is falling and you want to bet on him. Like this, like for example, Pokusevsky. Like if he's falling and I have him number five, sure, yeah, fine. But like outside of that, like. Don't make a trade up with this draft. Like it's just so so flat. Yeah. 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 I mean, I had a Kongu would have been like my three or four, but I had to have Denny there for Dave, and I have Fair. I have to have Pokachevsky or Boku because because your your endorsement. So I, I'm, this is I'm consensus. Yeah. Consensus building. I'm getting a right? Denny. I'm getting a Denny. We're trying to we're trying, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to bring everybody to get together over here. I want Denny. You know? to, I, You're yeah, getting, I'm a, getting a Denny jersey as long as it, he you know he doesn't go to like. The Cavs, I, I, I can't possibly like fucking. Wear, no, but a Cavs jersey. jersey looks. Cavs jerseys look nice, a bull, Dave. A, Come on, a Bulls, a Bulls, a Bulls jersey. Yeah, yeah. but uh, a Bulls would be I, nice. I guess I couldn't. Warriors? I couldn't wear a Warriors just although I love the logo, but um, you just look yeah. like such a, a hack now, like a poser if you wear a Warriors jersey. So. Yeah, you could get the you could get the throwback Charlotte one. That'd Maybe, be nice. Oh, I'll get the a Bulls custom jersey. if he if he goes uh, number one, which he won't. I'll get a custom one that says mm-hmm. Wolves. Wolves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the way I pronounce Yeah, yeah. He ain't going to no, go no, number no one way. to the Wolves. No Come way. on now. No Come way. on. All right. Anything else, Javier? I think we're good. I, we went over. Okay. I mean, I have, I have more guys for days, but I think it's not worth your time, guys. Like, it's not like this class is strong enough for that. So I think we went over all the possible. I mean, if we miss a star, it's going to be so fucked up. I don't think we will. So yeah. it's good. No, no, no. Yeah. All right. Do you want to do shoutouts and beefs? I don't. I don't have any shoutouts and beefs. So if you have any shoutouts and beefs, you could feel free to feel free to put them here. Um, Dave, you have any shoutouts and beefs? Uh, just shout out to uh, Mike Vorkanoff, the uh, athletic uh, Knicks beat writer, had a fantastic piece on uh, Leon Rose. So I, I would I would read okay. that even if you're not a Knicks fan, uh, if you have the athletic, because um, it is behind the paywall. Because I mean, come on. Mike, Mike, Mike. Everything's every everything's behind uh, the paywall. Mike's, ESPN's Mike's, putting ep, putting everything behind the paywall now too. You got to pay I, for I everything. Pay, I've said this before on the pod. I pay for the athletic for two people: him and Lindsey Adler, who uh, is the Yankees beat writer for the athletic. They they are both fantastic, fantastic. It's it's good for local local stuff. Um, but yeah, if, if you if you do uh, have the athletic, read the piece on um, on Leon Rose. It was fantastic, fantastic. Maybe like not want to kill myself. 
<laughs> Any shout outs and peace, Javier? Uh, I mean, I I shouldn't do it, but I'm beefing with with uh, Ryan Rosillo and Bill Hell Simmons. Yeah. Like they 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 fucking like the whole almost a smear campaign over Lamelo Ball, who you just talked about before. Like the whole like bullshit about like I don't know. I think it's more like prejudices than anything. Yeah. Like they don't really know anything that they're talking about. Like it's just especially after Rosillo had to apologize for the whole disaster of a podcast that they did when the when, with the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff yeah. like that. Like they're senseless about all the time. Like it's just. I mean, Simmons had to quit Twitter for like two months almost just because of the whole issue with the unionizing in the ringer and the whole like minorities and not enough women and stuff like that. It's just, and they continue like this, all this dude type of talk, like it's just, it gets me all the time. So I'm beefing with them for sure yeah. this week. Oh, just because just they were down on Lamelo, your guy? It's not, it's not down. It's, just, it's not down. It's just like they are like talking out of this order as is like they know that the guy is a lazy ban or stuff. Just, they don't know anything about that. They are just presuming and they don't realize that their voices carry a lot of weight. So it's just, yeah, yeah it's almost like, I mean, honestly, it's just almost like a smear camp. I don't think they know anything about the work ethic of the guy. I, they, they have no idea about that. They were, not, they were not in Lithuania with That's you. Right. They weren't on the ground. I was there. I was there. Yeah, yeah. He I'm was working. I mean, he yeah. was running. He was running in the snow hills. Yeah, I think, it, I think yeah. it's safe to, to <laughs> classify that podcast at this point as sheer entertainment and not like actual Fair. like analysis yeah. you know like i nah. didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't like that podcast because simmons simmons draft opinions were essentially my opinions like i was like <laughs> damn this guy is this is exactly what i think like this guy's everyone's gonna think i stole from simmons but what he's voicing is exactly like he liked i think he liked Halliburton a lot um yeah. but i but he was he was probably more down on ball than i was but i i definitely don't the reason I don't see it with Ball is just like he, he doesn't seem like like Lon we saw what happened to Lonzo in the pros and it just seems like he's bad where Lonzo was good. Um, but and he's good. He's good where Lonzo is right, bad. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah. like where like he can finish yes. at the rim or like yeah, big way, time. Yeah, yeah, way better. I mean, not not great, but like way better than Lonzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Sure. Okay. okay. I think right. I think the only the, I mean is just. I will get it if you think he's gonna be like I don't know, like just inefficient, sure, like whatever. But like I, I don't get the whole thing about like his character or his persona. I think there's just prejudices which I, I try to stay away from. And just really quick, I'm beefing with the Swedish government. Like just recommend the use of masks, please. Like nobody uses. Oh, masks that is weird. Here. That is that is weird nobody that they don't do the masks, masks here. Now I, I I read that. I read that and I was like, this seems weird. Damn, that it's like a masks. whole country it's that so is sweet. like Matt's hometown. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, Huntington Beach. I'm, I'm, I've been out in Huntington Beach. People wear masks okay. here. Come on, not everybody. Nothing. Not everybody. Billabong masks. No, nobody, here. nobody here. Yeah, a couple nobody Billabong here. Yeah, Billabong, Volcom. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I read that about Sweden. I was a little surprised. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks yeah, for coming thank on. You, um, oh, thank yeah. you for having me, man. Yeah. yeah. Until, ne until next, until next week. Keep open. Keep open.